Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection podcast with David and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is uh, episode number 62, and we're going to be going over everything that happened the previous week of professional wrestling from February 1st to February 5th, as long as, as well as anything that happened over the weekend. I don't think there was any big notes to happen over the weekend. Yeah, there was. All right, then I'll have you bring that up because I must have missed something. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to a specific thing that I saw in your notes about Friday Night SmackDown. Okay, we will get to that. And as well as that, I wanted to uh, we wanted to talk about what our opinion on Rumble are. We missed yeah, a couple we, of weeks. Well, we missed a week because unfortunately, um, this poor lush over here ended up getting a um, a positive test for COVID and. With the positive test, I had my kids the whole time, so it's very tough for me to record when I have the kids in the house doing their homeschooling and stuff like that. So, unfortunately, with that happening, we weren't able to record, so we weren't able to share our thoughts about the Royal Rumble, which was a, a solid B-plus show. Definitely. There was, there was one thing that really dragged it down for me, and we will talk about it, um, but overall, I mean, to open up with your WWE Championship, yeah, Drew I'm, McIntyre. I'm happy that, that opened it. That was awesome. That was awesome. And up until the finish, every wrestling fan was sweating bullets. Oh. because. So Dave and I sat on a FaceTime call for this match. Both of yeah. us, our hearts were in our stomachs just because <laughs> we're like, because every big move Goldberg hit was like, <sighs> oh my God, that's it. He's got the belt. He hit the jackhammer. Yeah. He hit, he hit the jackhammer. That's it. I thought the match was over as soon as he hit the jackhammer. I was like, are you kidding me? Because when was the last time Goldberg hit a clean jackhammer? Let's see. He nearly killed The Undertaker. Yeah. Um. Did he hit one on Lesnar? During their 46-second match. Okay. That was spear and, jackhammer. Pin. And then he hit And then he hit Ziggler with one, right? Yes. Because they okay. had a match. After he, after he folded him in half. Yeah. Um. But the thing is, is like when you see him doing his jackhammer lately, it's been on smaller guys because he just can't get the big guys vertical. Yeah. And it doesn't help when the Undertaker was in as bad shape as he was, as he admitted. But, um, dude, he got McIntyre up. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a okay jackhammer, but it was still a jackhammer. And you're like, God, they're going to end this match. I can't believe it. And then McIntyre kicked out, and I breathed such a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, thank you. And coming out of the Rumble, we now have McIntyre still as our WWE champion, which, again, right call. I love the idea. Um, We're going to talk about something else that's going to segue off of this a little bit later um, because there has been some rumblings on the internet about why did they let the older gentleman from the WWE, you know, win this Royal Rumble. Just remember two things here. Two things. His pop last year at the Rumble may be the loudest pop in WWE history. Period. I Definitely I, I, one of. I can only think of maybe one other one, and that would be AJ's pop at the Rumble when he appeared. That's definitely one of them. The other one that I think is 2011 Money in the Bank, CM Punk, hometown Chicago pop. Oh, when he wins the title. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about, like, that introduction pop. The like, debut pop, like, or the return yeah, pop. Yeah, that, that Road Warriors pop, as they yes. call it. You know what I mean? That thing that Stone Cold pretty much got every week, Monday Night Raw, week in and week out. 
that pop is what I'm talking about. And Edge's pop last year proved that he was still a commodity within the WWE. Still a major draw. Second, he never lost his title. No, he didn't. He never lost it. Mm. He's coming back for something that he did not lose. And if the, if if sports and entertainment ever were to like come together in a perfect synopsis, just look at Alex Smith winning the Comeback Player of the Year award in the NFL. Yeah. Okay? They didn't even nominate anybody else. Anybody mm-hmm. else. 17 months. 71 surgeries. The guy nearly lost his leg, lost his life. The NFL rolled that into a nice little story. Had people that, you know, distracted from the whole Washington Redskins, Washington football team thing. And what happened? Alex Smith went five and one, and that team made the playoffs. Yeah. As an under five hundred team, he went five and one as a starter. He could have went out there and thrown a hundred interceptions. He was still the comeback player of the year. And that's the same thing with Edge. Edge is coming back from a career, a, career a life and neck injury. Yeah, a life threatening neck injury. He comes back. He does his stuff on TV. He finally gets cleared. He has that huge pop last year. What's he do? He tears his tricep. Mm-hmm. I think last year there was going to be a push for him, to be honest with you. Yeah, after after Orton. I think there may have been a push. I think they had to make some adjustments when he got hurt, and then Orton was put more into the limelight. And he just, and you know what? We always give WWE such a hard time about their long-term booking. I mean, if you're going to go back and you're going to start like reading through everything, mm-hmm. why keep Orton in that title picture for as long as you did? And it's, I it's mean, also, so we basically jumped. Orton won the Rumble. Or not Orton. Uh, Edge won the Rumble. We basically yeah, Edge wins it. the Rumble. But also for the point of him to become the second person ever. Third, third, third. Do not forget Chris Benoit. No matter how much WWE hides what Chris Benoit did in his career, Chris Benoit went from one all the way through. So now here's the thing. Me being a newer wrestling fan, I did not remember that. Oh, you don't remember that. Okay. Because no. WWE hides that every time they talk about it. And yes, Benoit's outside the ring stuff, tragic. Awful. Some of the wor- most vile things you could ever talk about. His in-ring career stacks up against anybody ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Shawn Michaels, Chris Benoit, Edge. Edge. Okay. Those are your three. And From if you really want to get tech, if you want to get technical, uh, Rey Mysterio Ray went from, from two. two. Yeah, so, so technically from the first spot, three people. From starting the match, four. Yep, yep. Because Ray won it from two the year after Eddie died. Yep, exactly. Anywho, um, we'll talk about the Women's Rumble real quick. Yeah, this is where my downside a little bit for this Rumble happened was um the, the interruption 24/7. of the 24-7. Right. I like, I, I knocked the 24-7 thing. But then I like certain things that they do with like celebrities. So like Doug Flutie winning it this past weekend, um, Pete Rosenberg winning the title. Like those things are fun. You know Rock what I mean? Wanted it mania last year. Yeah, exactly. But to to put it in the middle of your women's Royal Rumble, which was a great match. Oh, great! Yeah, with the, what an amazing final I three. Could've, I could see you could have had if the Universal Title match wasn't what it was. And there wasn't this run-in 
I could have said that the women's rumble could have been match of the night. Um. So it was behind. Oh, as bad as it sounds, I mean, there was only five matches on the card. It was four for me. Okay, is that behind the two men's titles? And two the men's, men's titles and the men's rumble. The only match that was weaker than it was Sasha, and the only reason why is because we just saw that match. Yeah. Like, it just seemed like it was a rehash of the previous match, and it's, it just didn't feel as clean as the last yeah, match. Yeah, it's, you know it's nothing against them. It's just we've seen no. it. No, and like I said, it was a B-plus pay-per-view, so it was a great pay-per-view. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and outside of the run-in in the female Rumble, it's an A pay-per-view to me. But you yeah. don't do that. You, you, you don't do that when you're having all this momentum about the women's evolution and then s- basically just bring back Santina Morella. Do you know what I'm essentially, saying? Essentially, yeah. Like, that, that's essentially what you did there. So yeah. it, it seemed like a big waste to me. Um, but the women's Rumble was awesome. Um, you boil it down to the final four. I mean, I... I there are little things I really enjoyed. Lana getting her comeuppance against that Nia Jax. That was great. Um, Natalia with a little bit of a, a turn, which I liked. I liked how she was kind of like just looking out for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, th- Billy, Billy K, K stole the show. Was, yeah, stole the show. A gem. She oh was my working God. with... Um, oh my God. Who was it that she... Billy and... I don't... I don't remember. Billy and Jilly. Jillian. Jillian Hall. Hall. That's it. It was Billy and Jilly. And then Billy Kay had some stuff with the Riot Squad. Riot Squad. Riot Squad and Peyton Royce were facing off. Billy Kay was kind of there in the middle. Yeah, with the Iconics. They did the team kick and stuff like that. So it, it was good. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, And a lot of... um, A lot of symbolism between the two matches too the men's and the women's rumble because the first person eliminated i believe was shotzi blackheart Mm -hmm. and she came in at the same spot as the first person eliminated in the men's rumble and that was um i don't remember who it was i just know that they they got eliminated yeah it was the same 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 entry and they were both the first people eliminated so um, as far as the women's rumble, everybody, sh- I mean, there really wasn't anybody who didn't show up. I love, um, I love the finish of it where it was, you saw Charlotte in there with both Bianca The people and she was Rhea. supposed to face last year at WrestleMania. Remember that? That was supposed to be a triple threat match and Charlotte didn't want it that way. Yeah. So, so. um, I loved, I love the way it finished. I love that. Um, I mean, Lexi was upset because her girl Rhea lost, but I picked Bianca Belia, which again, hey, just again, remember this. Everybody says the third, the third selection, the third person to come in the Rumble is the worst spot to come in. Bianca won from three. Mm -hmm. So we had a number one winner and a number three winner. So, I mean, overall, it was a great Rumble. Um, Any, any highlights for you in the Women's Rumble? I had a thought coming out of it. Um... One of my highlights, which I don't know if it's going to build to anything or if it's still too early to, to put her in this kind of a feud, but do we have anything coming out of Rhea eliminating Alexa? Too soon. That's what I'm thinking is it's way too soon to put nothing against Rhea Ripley, nothing at all, but this is a limelight to go against the biggest woman character in this fiend alexa character right now just in her debut she's gotta build up to be this nightmare on main roster 
I don't even want to put them two in the ring together currently. Is it because they're two very different styles? It's it's the two very different styles. Alexa is more of that um, character driven. Character driven. Don't get me wrong; she performs in the ring very well, as she proved against Nikki Cross once again this past week on on Raw, and as she's proven by taking the bumps that she's taken and stuff like that with uh, Randy Orton hitting her with the RKO, which we never even talked about. Yeah, it's it's. It's the other things that she does. It's the swing set. It's the sitting on the turnbuckle and um, having the blood drip from her mouth. It's, blood or yeah, black it's, or whatever. It's it's more of the character stuff for her that seems to work a little bit better. She's great in the ring. I just don't know how you fit Rhea Ripley's character into that world of the fiend because she doesn't have. 20 plus years like Randy Orton and yeah. Randy Orton has faced all these demons in the past he's faced an Undertaker he's faced a Kane you know what I mean he's had those the Mick the, the Mick Foley matches I mean I, you want to talk about somebody who's made a lot of people's careers talk about Mick Foley yeah. his matches with Randy Orton his matches with Edge his matches with um Undertaker with uh didn't he have you some can go, ma- matches with Michaels Michaels um, the 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 rock and sock connection stuff. Talk about throwing together tag teams. Stone that was Cold. a thrown together tag team. I don't know if he was ever in a tag team with Stone Cold. I don't think he was in a tag team, but he was. He worked. No, with no, Stone he's Cold. had. Yeah, he he worked with Stone Cold, but mainly as um Mick Foley, not necessarily as Mankind. Yeah. A lot of his like a lot of his big pushes. Triple H got a huge push from from Mankind, Cactus Jack, Mick Foley. So, you know. Rhea hasn't had those characters yet. And yeah, how you're supposed to have those characters is you're supposed to introduce them and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see them two clicking correctly. It's it's and not it, it's it's way too early to put her into something like that that needs Yeah, put, the put her right back into the Charlotte build. stuff. Right back into the Charlotte right stuff. Right into the Charlotte That's stuff. That's where she needs to go. After Lacey. Because there's, there's just going to be this Lacey uh, payoff. Speed bump and payoff, yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I wouldn't call it. Meh. It's, it's a speed bump. It's it's definitely not the best thing they've done with Charlotte Flair. It's not the worst, but it's definitely not the best. It's, not it's the definitely worst, in the bottom. It's definitely in the bottom half, but it's not the worst. Yeah. Um, nothing really to highlight. Um, as far as um the Universal Title match, just besides the fact that Kevin Owens is a maniac. Yeah, and we absolutely learned that again maniac. This week. We'll, we'll get we back learned to that, that again. I mean, he gets thrown off. He throws himself off off of everything. He gets thrown off of everything. He gets hit by golf carts. He puts um, himself up on a uh, on a uh, forklift. <laughs> forklift and does a swanton. He's essentially now, just a larger Jeff Hardy. Like yes. he's a he's a more rotund Jeff Hardy. Yes. Now, here's another reason why I agree with a B plus rating. <clears throat> Was the finish of this match. I don't mind the finish. The botch sucked, though. That's what I'm talking about is the botch finish. Yeah. Heyman was fumbling. Heyman and Roman waved off the ref saying, hey, I can't get this shit off. You got to stop the count. And he stopped the count. Yeah. That was about a 35 count that he had to beat. And he didn't beat a 35. I think 
what they should have done was kind of more called it on the fly, which is not something typically WWE does very often with audibles. But like the referee should have gotten close, like Heyman should have said, hey, you got to come over here and take a bump. And then Roman should have just taken out another ref and then another ref and then another ref. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just gone through like multiple, multiple referees until he could gotten free. I think it would have yeah. just made it a little bit cleaner of a finish. I still like the way it ends. I mean, it was... Or, or before that second ref comes out, Heyman runs to the back and gets, like, plier cutters or something just yeah. to kind of put that, like, okay. Oh, man, I got to really get him out of this. Yeah, so he has to cut him out or something. Yeah. You're in a freaking baseball state. You're at a profession. You're at a professional production set. There's going to be something yeah. to get him out if he needs. Yeah, exactly. And, and to have to go with... Um, the key versus, like you said, a pair of bolt cutters or something like that. Yeah. It just it, it just became messy. But I also understand why they went with the key because they didn't want Roman to have the handcuff on when he puts in the guillotine. Yeah. So you don't want to hurt Kevin Owens in that instance which, either. So. Which at that at that point, it's bolt cut him, cut away to looking at Kevin, and then off screen he puts the key in and gets it off so it's not on. Yeah. Do yeah. something to distract at it. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Men's um, Rumble. Men's Rumble. By God. We had <sighs> one of my, one of the best reunitings. Oh, Christian and Edge? Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. And we also had another return that I am very welcome to. And that's Carlito. Oh, yeah, that was, yeah. I was a huge Carlito fan growing up. Okay. Um, When I was, I was a heel as a kid. I used to take oh. bites and apples and spit them because I loved Carlito. I loved that character. I wouldn't spit it in people's faces, but like I'd yeah. spit an apple. Um, okay. But yeah, that was big. Um, And it's good to see him that he's actually, he had like a tryout almost on main roster yeah. where they allowed him to come back on Monday, perform. He apparently did very well that they're thinking of continuing to let him perform for at least three to six months. <laughs> Bring him back for like a trial period. Yeah, yeah. See how he does. And maybe have him hang around for a bit. But, again, Edge going from one to 30. Yeah, that was huge. Um, trying to think. Uh, it's been I mean, a obviously while. the Christian re- Christian return was awesome. Uh, the the Christian return was emotional. Oh, the hurricane came back. The hurricane Sh- always comes back in the rumble. Yeah, David. yeah, and then Shane Helms took a gnarly bump as the hurricane. The way he got thrown out of the ring, I didn't catch that. I didn't. Remember yeah, he took that. a pretty gnarly bump, and then um. There was something else. Oh, Cesaro going on a Superman swing rampage. Yeah. Like, he basically swung everybody in the ring. He's just like, let's do this. Yeah. He's unbelievable, which we'll get to him in a little bit. But yeah, that was basically our our short 20-minute discussion about the Rumble. Well, 1925. <laughs> yeah. I have 19... Whatever. Whatever. Um... We're going to move on to this week in pro wrestling. Um, we have a lot the of row notes, after the rumble. Yeah. But considering the amount of discussion that we had, as well as some of the, the mentions that we made, we can kind of fly through some of this. Yeah. 
Um, can't fly through this. Opening Rumble. Sheamus kicks McIntyre's or opening Raw. Sheamus kicks McIntyre's head off. Yep, yep. After after Edge comes out and says he hasn't made any decisions yet. I think that basically takes McIntyre off the table for Mania because I think this is the Mania match. Sheamus versus McIntyre. Okay. Because they're not gonna just have this one time unless Edge goes after this belt. I think this is the the match for McIntyre. Because if you remember... I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't mind seeing it. If you remember, the title that Edge never lost was the World Heavyweight title. Which has been reconfigured as the Universal. Universal title. So McIntyre holds the WWE title. So hence, possibly Roman. Unless it's Kevin Owens. You know Possibly what match, Roman. You know what match I want? I want Edge versus Walter. God damn it! <laughs> no, we don't need to see. We don't need to see Edge get broken in half. You sure? Yeah, I don't. I don't need to yeah, see especially that. From okay. His bumps. Yeah. Okay. I'll agree. Not not just his bumps. Like I went back and watched the Dragon Off match again. Cause it was my favorite match <laughs> last year. Like, dude, like Ilya should have been dead at the end of that match. Yeah, he probably is. Partially. Probably. But um, um yeah, what a great way to open up Raw. What a great way to follow up your Rumble. And, um, you know, the Sheamus heel turn that we've been waiting for for a couple of weeks now, we finally it's, got. It's been, it's been in the uh, it's been in the the the, the works. And the works. And, um, and good good on WWE with the slow build on that. They yeah. didn't rush it. They kind of yeah. just went, okay, we're going to wait, we're going to wait, we're going to wait. Now I want to see how this pays off with Keith Lee coming back. And how they're going to pay off the whole Keith Lee thing, too. Yeah. Um, something that we can go kind of quick with. Um, Riddle versus Hurt Business continues. Uh, and he still can't get a clean win over Lashley. He did win this week. Yeah. But he, he can't, can't get, get a clean he, win over Lashley. He can't get uh, an actual, like, true one-on-one match. He has to go through these gauntlets and all this other nonsense. But one thing we didn't talk about in the Rumble is Riddle actually had a showing this past year, too. He didn't have just like a one and done thing where he gets eliminated quickly. He actually had a showing, which was yeah. nice. Well, I mean, he kind of pulled the short straw and had to go up against Brock. Yeah. So you go up against Brock and you're not Drew McIntyre, you're gonna get eliminated. Yeah. Um, Xavier Woods gets a W over Retribution and Mustafa Ali. Um, after the distraction by Retribution and Kingston outside of the ring, um, Woods is able to get the pin over Mustafa Ali. Uh, a roll-up, so, though. Yeah, well, yeah, roll-ups are... We love our surprise roll-ups here on the Dunkin' Dunkin' <laughs> Connection. Um, and now here's something that I don't know what I think about. Damian Priest gets his WWE Monday Night Raw debut. With Bad Bunny. Stuck with Bad Bunny. I don't mind it. Is it because, I don't mind it. Is it because Priest is this rock star character? It's because Priest is a rock star character, and he's immediately put in the push... And he's going up against the Miz. Like, could you put could you put him up, up against anybody safer? That's valid. That's very valid. I mean, Miz if is you a want very safe pe- worker. It, well, not even just a safe worker. If you want Priest to come over as this baby face that you're kind of pushing at his tail end over in NXT, um, I don't see why you wouldn't want to put him up against um, um, the Miz, who everybody yeah. hates. I mean, yeah. he stole Otis's briefcase. He separated Otis and his girlfriend. 
He made Otis and his best friend Tucker break up. Everybody hates The Miz. Yeah. Valid. Valid. Um, definitely um, good to see Priest. God bless you. Thank you. Um, definitely good to see uh, Priest on main roster. Um, I kind of yes, it shocked, is. and we'll mention it now, uh, through the uh, the actual week. I'm surprised we didn't see a Rhea Ripley, but I think that's still coming um, in the next week or so. Uh, I, I think we're a couple of weeks away, but yeah, I think so. Um, because of all the tweets from Triple H and Bianca and all this stuff where the future is here, and it's a picture of her, uh, Bianca, and Rhea hugging. So mm-hmm. I think Rhea will find herself the main roster in some some sense some point soon okay moving on to the next match it was a uh raw tag team title match uh where the hurt business defeats lucha house party to retain the titles um i think uh not lhp hurt business is holding these belts for a little bit um until another legitimate tag team find their way out um not that lhp aren't but LHP are kind of um, involved with the uh, Dusty Classic. So Were. <laughs> were. They got eliminated later in the week. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that coming up. But if they if they were to win the titles, why would they be continuing in the Dusty Cup to win the NXT titles unless LHP exactly. is, ter- is trying to win all the belts? Exactly. The Unify belts. everything. Exactly. Um, now we have new number one contenders for the women's tag team titles. Naomi and Lana. Hey, we were talking about throwing together tag teams before. I'm cool with Lana. I mean, I'm cool with Lana because I think that means Lana's going to get more more up over uh, Nia Jax. And I'm not against I Naomi mind it. either. But it's just, I'm, it, I'm, as, we, as we said, it's a very thrown together tag team. Yeah, I'm having no issues with it whatsoever. Um, oh, that's something we didn't talk about. Naomi in the Rumble was unbelievable. Coming yeah. in at number two as well. Because it, it opened with Bailey and it opened with Naomi, and that's one thing we also didn't talk about is Bailey being eliminated by Bianca Belair. Yeah, which Bianca said she was going to do, and she did. Yes, exactly. Um, but I don't mind Naomi and Lana being thrown together. I think they're uh, the good foils versus um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. The only thing is, is Shayna's really the X factor there because Shayna's legitimately dangerous. So, you know how. I think you could outwit or outsmart Naya, but not not um, Shayna. Even though yeah. we've seen Shayna get pinned while she's has her own submission locked in, I just I think Shayna's um, character arc is that she's learning from that kind of stuff, and I don't think she's going to get beaten twice by the same move. So yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, next was as we mentioned the Raw debut or re debut of Carlito. Uh, he tagged up with Jeff Hardy and defeated uh, Jackson Riker and Elias. Um, mm-hmm. Good to see him back in the ring um, in a regular match as well. Um, then we had a match between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, where Alexa won this uh, by almost mind games, or not almost mind games, by mind games, by turning into old Alexa to kind of spook out uh, Nikki Cross uh, to pick up the win. And as she left, I like the, the, inv- I like the the change to the. Uh, um, Sister Abigail that she does. Do you how notice how she and she she underhooks the head and does like a swinging DDT versus the old way? 
it, it, it's so different but it, again Alexa hits it so clean that it works yeah. perfectly for her but the way she inverted it she changed it a little bit it was very nice yeah and as she's going back up the ring uh, Randy comes out for his match against Edge um, and you can kind of see Bliss kind of give him the eyes and Orton just walks past her well yeah because Bliss doesn't forget yeah and uh, Bliss got her comeuppance um, yes she did yeah, because uh, Edge, Edge hit Randy Orton with the spear, and Edge gets a clean victory over uh, um, Mr. Uh, RKO. Um, and I think um, Raw, as hard as it is to watch sometimes, this week's Raw kind of just flew by, which was nice. It kind of just like, yeah, it was Raw, there, it happened, it was nice. Raw sometimes tends to be a bit of a slog, but this, this week was... um. Very quality. Yeah, yeah. One thing we didn't talk about is the dissension between Charlotte and Oscar, though. Yeah. I wonder if because, that's finally going to actually come to a boil. Because Charlotte walked away during that match. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on to NXT, um, show opened with a Dusty Cup semifinal women's match uh, between Kai and Gonzalez versus <sighs> Cantazaro and Carter. I'm so Both you and I have the same reaction to this. I don't mind the winners. Trust me. I think Kai and uh, um, Gonzalez are a great tag team. They work very well together. They work very much like Diesel and Triple H, um, Diesel and Shawn Michaels. But, man, my picks are out. Yeah, Carter and Cantons are right there who deserve the world for how they work. Oh, broke my heart. I mean, I get it. They're pushing Gonzalez. They're pushing Kai. But they're right there. Cantanzaro and Carter are right there. They need a push. They deserve a push. Yeah, well, it's not their time right now, unfortunately, no. which sucks. But good match. And what was the difference in the match? Gonzalez's power. Exactly. I mean, she picked that up. one arm power bomb on Cantanzaro. Oh, my God. I, I, I want, when they get older... Because they're still very young and they're still early in their years as professional wrestlers. I want Ricochet and Cantonzaro to open up a school for bumping. Yeah. Them two sell the shit out of every bump. Mm -hmm. Like, you'd swear Ricochet gets killed every time he gets hit by a big move. Top five best sellers in WWE right now. Quick list. Oh, uh, best sellers: Ricochet, Cantonzaro. Yeah, Ricochet, Cantonzaro. Oh, Dolph Ziggler is definitely on that list. Um, Daniel Bryan, and I mean, Orton doesn't. Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I'll give Kingston. But yeah, quick top five. I mean. Yeah, but definitely, them two should just open up a school of how to take bumps and make them look more vicious than they actually are. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I'm going on a tangent here, but Ricochet gets hit with a backstabber and he ends up launching himself over the top rope. You know what that's I mean? Almost, it, it's in- almost like the uh, the Shawn Michaels and Triple H when Shawn Michaels took that, that bump. Or no, Triple H took the bump off the second rope. He got the foot to the head and just kind of swayed there for a little bit. Oh, how about Shawn Michaels? Oh, how about Shawn Michaels versus uh, Hulk Hogan, where Shawn Michaels was overselling the whole time? Oh, definitely, yeah. 
you know what I mean? But but Ricochet makes it work. He wasn't overselling to be a jerk. Yeah. Kentazaro makes it work. She doesn't oversell to be a jerk. It just works with the way because it's so tiny that they kind of. I'm saying Ricochet's tiny. I'm five five, but he's <laughs> tiny in comparison to a lot of the guys he's in the ring with. So. It just, it works. And the same thing with Kentazaro. She gets in a ring with someone like Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez picks her up and hits her with a one-on powerbomb. Yeah. It, you feel that the match is over at that point. Yeah. Um, moving on, uh, we had Austin Theory defeating Leon Ruff after distraction by John Gargano and the rest of the way, uh, which is a big uh, win for Theory. I, I like how some young some young talents getting some pushes yeah. in uh, NXT. Uh, speaking of young talents, um, in the Dusty Cup quarterfinal match, we had Legato del Fantasma defeating Lucha House Party. Uh, moving on to the semifinals. To face MSK. Yes. That's going to be a great match. Yeah. Um, then we had a face-to-face with Finn Balor and Peter Dune um, ahead of their match at Vengeance Day, interrupted by Edge. And Edge says, that's something I've never had. And he says he appreciates NXT because Raw and SmackDown focus on the E, while NXT focuses on the second W. And I can agree with him so much. Like, this is why you and I like NXT so much, because it focuses on the professional wrestling aspect of WWE. Okay, so before you were talking about who you would like to see Edge go up against. Roman Reigns is who he's going to go against. Simple as that. Process of elimination, that is the ideal match. I want to see Pete Dunne versus the Rated R Superstar. Because that would be a rub, not only for NXT, but for Pete Dunne. Is that you saying Pete Dunne wins at Vengeance Day? Yes. Only, only if Edge is going up against him. That's it. But otherwise, I also I I also think it's the Golden Prophecy 2.0 with um Oni Lock and Danny Birch and Pete Dunne. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I see where you're coming from. Okay. And do you know and and do you know how you get another belt into the Golden Prophecy? You put the Jordan North Devlin. Title on, oh, I was gonna say put the North American you bring title it, on Pat McAfee. You bring in Jordan Devlin. The Irish Ace, and then they have a unification cruiserweight match between him and Santos, and and Devlin he takes wins. that. Yep. And then you can have, um, them find another member for Legato, possibly a returning Kalisto. So and many different you things you could do. Four on four in war games. War games. Again, no, it's a long build, both, but that'd be cool. That's both heel factions, so that wouldn't work. I don't care. I love when heels are in the ring. That's true. You are a heel. Anyway. Yes. Um, We did get a new member added to the Women's Takeover Vengeance Day Championship match. Uh, Tony Storm is now in that match as a triple threat mm-hmm. uh, between EO, now Tony, and Mercedes Martinez. I have a problem with this. It seems like every time EO has to defend her belt, it's in a triple threat. Are they afraid to have EO take pins? I think EO's winning this match. Or are they having Martinez pin Storm 
And that's how Io loses the belt. So, they're afraid of somebody taking a pin in this match. That's why it's a triple threat now. I think they're afraid of having Mercedes Martinez take a pin. That's why Storm's in the match to take the pin from Io. The because re- it's fun. Oh, no. I'm so wrong here. I was saying they're afraid of Io taking pins. She took a pin in War Games. Yeah. They don't need Tony Storm in this match because the winner of this match is going to be Mercedes Martinez and she's going to clean pin Io. So. So I don't even understand the addition of Tony Storm to this match. I don't think Mercedes Martinez is going to win this match because I think the person to dethrone Io Shirai is Raquel Gonzalez. I think they're going to go monster versus monster. Martinez so, versus so, Raquel. So the pin of Raquel over EO means nothing for her becoming number one contender? It just proves that another monster could go over. It just proves that another monster could take her out. So if EO loses at Vengeance Day, does that mean EO finds her way to main roster? Yeah. I disagree. The reason I disagree is because that is a loss of two major key players in the women's division right now within a month and a half of each other. And that's Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. But you can't keep holding them down, man. There's way too much in I'm that division. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you got, that. You've got keep Ember EO Moon down. who's doing nothing. You've got Tony keep, Storm who essentially was doing nothing until you just did this whole Royal Rumble thing and added her to this match. You've, you've going to have a returning Tegan Knox. She's bound to blow her knee again, but you are going to have a returning Tegan Knox. Eventually, you're going to have to break up Kai and Gonzalez. Um, there's way too much talent. And I'll tell you something right now. Infusing it, creating different... I would love to see another a Kabuki Warriors 2.0 with Io Shirai and Asuka. I would love it. So, I'd love to see it, that kind of tag team. But but again, it, it all stems off of both those women losing their titles. And both of them should lose their titles relatively soon. I think Oscar loses it to Flair because Flair is going to end up losing it to Rhea, in my opinion. And then I think Io should just lose it in this next pay-per-view. And you can then build something with them two stars on on Raw or SmackDown. Preferably SmackDown in my eyes. So here's a, a proposal for you here. Okay. EO, if EO is to lose the belt at Vengeance Day to Mercedes Martinez, EO Shirai is not immediately called up. EO chases Mercedes after taking a little time off, and that's your Mania weekend women's match. Is EO re- a matching for her belt, which she loses again? Okay. Then she's called up after Mania, and then the Kabuki Warrior stuff can happen. But then, after Mercedes Martinez defeats Io Shirai again and says, I am, I have proven myself that I am the women's champion, that's when you put Raquel into the fold, and that's what builds as your next feud. So okay. that way, that way, the Mercedes way that works Martinez, is Tony, is Tony Storm has to take the fall. Because EO is going to be like, I never lost my belt. That's fine. I'm totally cool okay. with that. Tony, okay. can, Tony can afford that loss. Okay. Because Tony has eaten losses in title matches before. Yeah, she has. You're right. In the so NXT Tony, UK side, but yeah. Yeah, but Tony can afford that. 
and then EO eats her loss at Mini Weekend. It gets called up to main roster. That gives enough time to have that massive star, not like Mercedes Martinez, Tony Storm, or Kelgon. They're not, but you have Io Shirai as your pinnacle, your your mega star in the NXT Women's Division until Mania to build Mercedes Martinez as another one of those massive stars, and it doesn't make her a transitional champion. She holds that belt for four, five, six months until she loses it to Raquel. Okay. All right, I see where you're going with it. Well, anywho, speaking of titles, um, Santos Escobar retains his over Kurt Stallion um, in a really good match. Really good match, just kind of a waste of a build, but it was a very good match. It was a very short build. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't a short build. It wasn't a short build. It was just a. Sh- it, it was a waste. Uh, they did all the building on two hundred five live. If you know, you go back and you watch some of the two hundred five live stuff. Kurt Stallion won um, a bunch of uh, you know matches in order to earn the number one contendership, and then for whatever reason, his match never happened. And then they put it off and put it off. And then they had this match this past week, and it was a good match. It was just, you know, what I mean, the it just seemed like a waste of a build for a character like Stallion. Valid. And then closing out NXT, I told you. I told you they're going to do something with them. Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher defeat Undisputed Era. Clean. No distraction. Clean. They're not winning because they're losing to GYV next week. You hope. I hope because otherwise they're winning. If they beat GYV, they're winning. If they beat Grizzled Young Veterans, they're winning. If Grizzled Young Veterans Grizzled Young Veterans go to the final, they're defeating MSK in the final. Because I don't see MSK losing to Legato. To Legato. So MSK is going to be in the final, but MSK is not going to win the final. It's going to either be Grizzled Young Veterans or Thatcher and Champa. <laughs> and oh, you boy. you disagreed with me when I said, "Look, they're going to put I... Thatcher and Champa together and they're going to win." Dusty Cup. Ah, oh, God. I just couldn't believe that they, they pulled this trigger. They do it with people that feud all the time. I know, Cesaro I know. and Sheamus. Cesaro Balor and anybody. and Joe in the first ever um, Dusty Cup. Dusty Cup. Feuding uh. people. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Yeah, that's lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. Exactly. And they're two-time champs. They're not just the single-time champ. They're two-time champs. <sighs> oh, boy. Moving on to AEW. I have a couple of notes from AEW. Um, the first one was the Tag Team Battle Royale. There are two big notes coming out of this. One, we have new number one contenders for the Tag Team Belts. <sighs> and two, the Dissension in the Inner Circle. The Demo God, Chris Jericho, and MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, are your number one contenders for the Young Bucks AEW Tag Team titles. And there's dissension in the ranks in the inner circle because of the interworkings of this match. Where one member of the inner circle eliminated another member and eliminated that team in the whole nine yards. 
How much longer does the inner circle last? Not much longer. It dissolves soon. Yeah, I think it dissolves uh, for this during the tag team championship match where MJF just has enough and he takes the brass ring and you know and pops this, Jericho. Pops Jericho. Yeah. And does that, that build, mean does that builds mean to a Jericho circle, face turn? Yeah. Does that mean inner circle re- returns to what it was, or do we have pride and powerful as their own thing? We have Sammy Guevara as his own thing. Jericho's his own thing, or Sammy Guevara I think, with Hager. I, I see Sammy Guevara, Hager, and Jericho all being a thing, and MJF and Wardlow trying to just recruit Pride and Powerful. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Basically, using the whole the whole thing like, "Oh, look at this guy; he held you down." Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I'm proud and powerful. You know, we're, can, uh, we're the young, we're the young, younger blood in this group. We need to do something, and Guevara is never going to leave Jericho's side. I mean. He's yeah, a I mean, Spanish love god. Yeah, it's a it's a matter of time until Proud and Powerful hold those titles. Yeah, exactly. Um, the main event of the show, um, Beach Bash or <laughs> Beach Break or whatever it was, was Omega and Great the Good Brother, Brothers versus John Moxley, Ray Phoenix, and Pac. Great main event. This was a great main event, topped off by a great reveal with. A reveal of a working relationship between All Elite Wrestling and New Japan Pro Wrestling when an angry, very angry Kente Kobayashi comes out and GTSs John Moxley. Who that is may the be current. the worst GTS I've ever seen. It was pretty weak. He does good GTSs usually, but that was a pretty weak one. Yeah. John Moxley is the current IWGP United States Champion. How much you want to put money on that he comes out next week with the title? Now that he doesn't, now that they're working together, he can come out, or he has Uh-oh. that title near him in a backstage promo or something, because that Ooh. is Moxley's next feud is Kenta in AEW for the U.S. title. I don't know if Kenta wants to come back to the U.S., dude. He's been in the U.S. for weeks because of this. I, yeah. I know, but I don't think he wants to necessarily come back and wrestle full-time in the U.S. You know what I'm saying? He has a bad taste in his mouth after NXT. Because you got to think about this. Kenta, who was, um, what did they call him in WWE? I don't remember, but let me me Uh, Google it. um, Oh, my goodness. I can't remember the name of him either. And you're going to say it, and I'm going to get so mad when you say it. Um... Oh, no. I was going to say Kota Ibushi, but it's not Kota Ibushi. No, it's not Kota Ibushi. No, um, he's the world's best wrestler. According to Dave Meltzer. Why am I having... Itami. Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami. So you want to know what killed Hideo Itami? Finn Balor appeared two weeks later. Yeah. And then Hideo Itami dealt with injuries and stuff like that. And he couldn't use any of his move set because CM Punk was using the move set. Yeah. And then he wanted to, and so he has a bad, bad taste in his mouth with the whole North American scene. I wouldn't be surprised if this is going to be more of a build to um, a pay per view title match in New Japan versus Kenta and Moxley. That's just that's just see that's where I see it personally building. I don't see it building to anything really on AEW. Yeah, I can agree with that to a point. Um, definitely there's going to be some kind of, uh, build 
um, outside of AEW per se. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, they've been doing that for a while with different brands. It's funny to see like three or four different crews all come together at the same time to try to take out the king at the top of the hill. I know. You had, you had <laughs> Bullet Club um, being the bro- Good Brothers, and then you had the Elite. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about New Japan and TNA oh, Impact and Japan, AEW TNA, all going after WWE. Impact, <laughs> yeah, R- uh, ROH, the whole whole yeah. crew coming. The whole crew just going after WWE just because it's like that's the big guy on the block. Yeah, now, but AEW on. was was oh, pretty sorry. good. I yeah. I definitely enjoyed the closing segments. Closing segment was awesome. I really yeah. did. I it was definitely a good way to end the uh, end the evening. Uh, puts a nice big shock value on what happened. With yep. uh, Moxley, and uh, obviously he's building towards something bigger. I just see it differently than you do. You see it happening in AEW. I see it happening in NJPW. Valid. I mean, New Japan's looking to build into the U.S. territory. They're looking for a U.S.-based show, and I think this is kind of their sprinkling to start it. <laughs> um, obviously, post-pandemic. Yeah. Now, moving on to Friday Night SmackDown. I have here in my notes, angry head of the table is angry. Um, very angry he wants an answer from edge he wants it now you 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 barely hear roman scream outside of a match he's very calm and cool and collected outside of matches but he, he wasn't calm cool and collected at angry all. yeah he's like he was how very mad. dare you go to raw how dare you go to nxt why don't you just come straight here and tell me and beg me for a match beg me for a chance at my title yeah We'll get to and that. And then he gets bit. stunned out of nowhere. We'll get to that. Um, next, we had a match between Dominic Mysterio and Baron Corbin for the third good match. in a row. It was a good match, yeah. Um, and and, and Dom, don't forget, they had the back and forth in the Rumble, too. Yeah. And Dom finally gets his W. Um, yep. Without him knowing that Ray helped, but still. Um, I think Still a W. And the I, only thing that hurts right now is that um, Corbin's losing members of his. Uh, Wolves of the uh, Knights of the Lone Wolf. Yeah, unfortunately, with, um, uh, Steve Cutler's Steve Cutler was cut release. by WWE, which was very upsetting to me because I really like that tag team. I really do. I like Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler a lot. Now, what's the possibility of down the road a reuniting between Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy and getting a reuniting Ooh. of Buddy of Blake and Murphy? That would be awesome. Because I really like so, them as a tag team. As soon as I saw Steve Cutler was gone and Riker's with Elias, I'm like, oh my God, Wesley Blake's on his own. We get Blake and Murphy. <laughs> it all depends on what Blake does with um, this whole Corbin character. Yeah, if this, if he continues, if he, if he continues to be a Knight of the Lone Wolf, then yeah, but otherwise it's, it's solely... Um, unless it's unless it's Murphy who converts him over to the other side. Who yeah, knows? that's possible. Um, if we get a if we get a Dominic Mysterio and Buddy Murphy versus uh, Wesley yep. Blake and Dom thing or not Dom uh, Corbin thing, and yep. that starts to build something between Blake and Murphy again. Be interesting. Cesaro is getting a push. Cesaro just signed a new contract with WWE this weekend. Yeah. Huge, because there was talks that he was going to be a free agent. He was going to be out of the E. He should go here. He should go there. Nope. WWE 
obviously knows they what they have in the Swiss Superman. Swiss um, cyborg. The Swiss cyborg Superman. But um I I just like these matches he consistently is having with one Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like just give me more of this. I know we complain about seeing the same matches over and over and over again, and now I'm talking out of the other side of my mouth. But, but if those is, matches are Daniel Bryan versus one Cesaro, yeah. just give me those matches every it's, week. It's, be, it's because the wrestling. It's fun For the, wrestling matches. To the end of eternity. That's it. Sprinkle, That's sprinkle in Two a little hours. bit of Shinsuke Nakamura and then some Ilya Dragunov in there and maybe a Finn Balor when he returns. Just Shinsuke? give me those five guys. That's it. Not a little Shinsuke, Shinsuke right little, on top. Uh, little Joe, little Samoa little, Joe. When he ever is cleared to wrestle, man. Yeah. That's that's still upsetting to me. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing good on commentary, but it's 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 not the same. No, it's not. It's Wendy. not. It's like when they took Randy Savage out of the ring. We can't hear him yell, Wendy. I know. Um. <laughs> Bailey defeats Ruby Riot after a Billy K distraction. More Billy K stuff again. Working her wonder. Yep. Um, Bianca Belair attempted to name her WrestleMania opponent. Uh, that didn't end well for Reginald. No, he got whipped. Yeah, and th- I think this is the first time she's used her hair whip on main roster. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. So she finally brought that out. I think that's going to build for something between Bianca and Carmella for the time being. I think it's just going to be a one-off match. On a SmackDown or on like Elimination on a SmackDown or on a SmackDown. All right. Un- unless Bailey gets herself involved, it's going to be on a SmackDown. Yeah, that's that's true. And then we had the Dirty Dogs with new theme music. <laughs> I don't know what I think about it. Ah, it, it it works well together. It meshes well. Yeah, I was just ready to hear Dolph's music. Because I'm just so used to Dolph's music. I know. Well, every every time he's on a tag team, they always seem to always incorporate Dolph's music. So It's because his but, music is one of the best in the East. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, But they end up defeating the Alpha Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, Otis and Chad Gable. Um, match of the night. Big E uh, wins the Intercontinental that triple, triple Threat match. That triple threat match was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. Uh, we got a little bit of sprinkling of Apollo heel, um, which we yeah. Did the way see he threw bit. around Sami Zayn was incredible. Yeah, which a little bit we got that a little. That's bit. That's who with- it was. Shotzi Blackheart and Sami Zayn. They were the first ones eliminated in the Rumble. That's right. And they both came out at number five. Um, Sami Zayn came out at three, and she came out at five. But she was talking about how they were both eliminated first, and That's how right. they were brothers or sisters and stuff like that. That's right. That's funny. Um, but yeah, Apollo Cruz. I like how more aggressive he got as that match went on. Yeah, the the body press and how he cleared through Sami Zayn into the timekeepers area was incredible. Mm-hmm. Guys, a pure powerhouse. Oh yeah, should get more of a push. Yeah, but uh, he retains the belt, and he'll probably yep. retain for another couple. Uh, couple months until mania at least yeah might so, retain through mania he'll, he'll hold it through mania the question is is will he when will he get his chance at the big belt and it all depends on if edge takes it off of 
Um, Roman. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Edge and Roman, um, Edge did not give Roman an answer, but Roman did receive something. Yep. <laughs> he received a stunner out of nowhere. Yep. Um, Very mad tribal chief. Yeah. Um, we're going to get one more Owens versus Reigns match, I think. I'm fine with that. I'm... Again, as we were talking about, let these guys fight forever between Cesaro and Brian. Yeah. Let let Owens and Reigns fight forever. Mm-hmm. And let them have, like, blood feud matches forever. Yeah. Put yeah. these two, just these two alone, inside of Elimination Chamber. And let them have I'm a 45-minute match. Yeah, I'm fine with just that. Just beating the shit out of each other in Elimination Chamber. But put, put like, hatches in the, in the floor... Of Elim Chamber, but make it the old Elim Chamber without the padding. Put the hatches so you can go under and get weapons and stuff. I'd say just let them have a first blood match. Oh god, that... I'd love it. Current WWE would not do that. I know, but man, a first blood match is the way to go. Oh my god, that'd be fun. Since you're talking about the bloodline... Yeah. You know, just saying. That'd be fun. But... I think that wraps up this episode just under an hour so far. Yeah, a little bit longer, guys. Sorry. Um, But we did have a lot to catch back up on. So that does wrap up everything we need to talk about. Of course, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you can hit us up on our social medias at Double Doink Network or at DJ Ald or... Der Laufen Doink 508. Of course, it is linked down in the descriptions for those who do not speak German nor can spell it because I still can't spell it. Um, but other than that, obviously, you can questions, comments, concerns, send them over to us there or on our Facebook page as well. If you guys liked what you heard here, you can share it on all your favorite social media platforms. We are available on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. I'm going to work on trying to get it elsewhere as well, but that's a little bit of work i got to get doing on the outside of the show. But that basically wraps everything here. Uh, this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we've got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.